Hello and welcome to the FIFO Fam podcast. I'm Boyd. And I'm Kayla. And here we talk all things FIFO, family and taking life one week at a time. We're all about creating the best versions of ourselves physically, mentally and environmentally. While also learning and struggling through the everyday grind of a young family. So hop on, join the shit show and and we we hope hope you enjoy enjoy this this episode. Can I get a radio check? Yeah, you're going to have to repeat yourself there, mate. Stop being shit, boy. Hey, Daddy. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the... <laughs> <laughs> I'm stealing my thunder there. Welcome back to the Fly for Fan podcast. I was trying to get before you. It's too late. <laughs> Good one. Welcome back to the FIFO Fan podcast. You're here with Boyd and Kayla. Hi. Uh, well, yeah. Yeah, there you go. That's how you do it. We hope you're doing well. Uh, we're doing all right. I'm home now, so just knocked off work for the week. You, beauty. How was your week? My week was pretty good, actually. Um, I'm trying to think. Um, I don't know. I always get to this point or whenever anyone asks me what I've been up to or how I've been, I'm like, oh. Remember past yesterday. <laughs> um, yeah, you, well, going off what you've sort of told me during the week, you haven't really had any off days. Like, obviously, you have those days where the kids annoy the shit out of you, or those odd afternoons through witching hour. But yeah, yeah, I think I think, I think it was pretty a, a pretty well rounded week to be honest. I caught up with some girlfriends. Um, I had my mum over for dinner, which is actually the first time I've cooked her dinner in. Probably years. We do lots of um, catch-ups. Are you, you good? Yeah, I'm now. Okay. Um, we do lots of catch-ups and family dinners and stuff like that. But the first time it was just, you know, me and her in so long. So um, cooked her dinner and went against my rolls and had a couple of glasses of wine with her. Um, and that was really nice. And actually going against my rolls, I, Boyd and I accidentally left um, half a bottle of wine open in the fridge when Mm. he left for work and it was a really nice bottle of wine so the first night that he was away I again well firstly went against my own rules and I was like no I'm not gonna let this go bad um you know it's two glasses I'm gonna put the kids to bed and have a glass of wine and it's you know the first time since probably before I had Scarlet that I have just had a glass of wine by myself. Um, and I used to I used to do it here and there because yep. boy didn't wasn't FIFO. And then I set this rule of only drinking when Boyd's home. And while I love that, it was so nice. Well, I guess it's going against one rule of you're not drinking while I'm away, but it's supporting another of not being wasteful of anything. Yeah. And especially like good wine like that. Like usually if we leave one a bit too long, it just goes to cooking one, but you don't want to put good wine to waste. No, and it was um, it was a rosé as well, so you can't really, you know, you can cook with it, but mm. not as easily. Um, but it was so nice. I just sat on the couch and I did a whole heap of, I got all my Christmas shopping started this week. Um, I've still got heaps to started. do. You mean there's more to go? <laughs> I got, I pretty much got, all of Scarlet's pretty much sorted. Yeah. Got 
you know, one or two more things to get for Ted. Of course, I had so much input yeah. on all of this. Yeah. I had so many ideas. Um, like if Kayla could start pulling her slack, it'd be very <laughs> nice. No, I pretty much did it all, chose it all. Um, obviously, a few things we'd discussed um, the week before or I'd found the idea, waited for Boyd, then we discuss it. That's the way we kind of work on these things. I normally am the one that does the research, figuring out the best price and whether we, uh, whether it's worth it. And then I put it to Boyd. We discuss it together. Um, usually Boyd asks me a few questions of why, what's it going to be used for, how long is it going to get used for, can it get passed down. Um, and then we normally go, sometimes I'm like, actually, no, no, it's not worth that's it, not yeah. worth it. And then the rest of the time we both go, yep, yeah, cool. That's a great present. Let's yeah. do it. Well, most of the time I like, I like just saying yes, because obviously you've put a lot of, a lot of thought into these presents and you know, whatever you get is going to make the kids happy. But sometimes, uh, like it's, it, we've either already got a different version of what you're going to get mm. and the kids just need to grow into it a bit more or, you know, it's something else will be in the way that I'm just like, oh, do we have to get it or is it real? Yeah. Well, basically, is it, is it is it necessary? Is it yeah. going to be used enough to warrant it, or can we find a cheaper one, or you know, a tester and see whether they're going to use it and stuff like that? But yeah, so, so <clears throat> sorry, should be. I got onto Christmas presents this week, um, and that was really nice. Uh, got onto Boyd's birthday present. Boyd's birthday's coming up. So pretty much mapped all of those out. Yeah, I've been checking your, checking your sock drawer, see, <laughs> see if I can find anything in there. Boyd's presents will not come, not fit in a sock drawer. Also, right. oh, he already knows where his presents are, so... Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, my, my week was pretty simple. Like I said, I had some girlfriends over and that was really lovely and just a nice mix b- b- between um, kids socialising... The one thing I did not get on top of was my sleep. I promised myself that I would go to bed earlier and I did not. Um, I started watching a new series and, of course, when Boyd's away, that's the only time I can watch the series. So I often try to cram in as much as I can, um, try to finish them off in the week and whatnot, but I should. That's my aim for next one, next swing. Better sleep? Earlier sleep. Earlier sleep, not better. Well, you can't really judge better. I, yeah, I can't make it better. Scarlet can help you with that, but. Mm, but even Scarlet will come to bed, and then she's sometimes she's a hot box, yeah. and. And I, I guess it's all right when I'm not home because you can just yeah. move over in the bed. But when I'm home, it's just crowded. When you're home, I literally sleep like a pin in between Scarlet, Alfie, and you. I think Scarlet's the worst. You just. Goes sideways. Yeah. When you're not home, though, sometimes Alfie will, Alfie and Scarlett always sleep in line, and then they'll just slowly move closer and closer to me until I'm almost off the bed. Mm. Um. So yeah, even when you're not here, that <laughs> it's a bit shitty. But again, it's Scarlett. I'll just pick her up and move her. Um. I don't have to get out of bed and yeah. stuff like that. But that's something to work on this week, I guess. Yeah, earlier beds. Yeah. Um, I did one night. The Netflix like started to load, um, mid mid episode. All oh, right. And I went, okay, this is a sign. Turn it <laughs> off. 
just go to sleep. And I think that was the earliest night I got. Yeah. <laughs> and it was forced. Good. Good. But yeah, that was my week. My week wasn't too bad. Yep. Cool, man. How was your week? Yeah, not too bad. Um, starting to get a bit warmer yeah. out in the desert. desert. Um, yeah, once again, pretty standard week. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess we'll probably just get into what we're going to talk about. So this week I had a... No. No? I have, I have something to pick at. Okay. That's bugged me from last week. What? <laughs> so last week's episode was all about things that we invested in, right? Mm-hmm. And I've thought about it. I, you know, it's something that I always push you. You know, I don't know. I don't know whether to just tell you what it is or see if you can figure out what frustrated me. But anyways, we were talking about things we invested in and I started talking about my skincare and all of that and you went like mute and were basically just like oh it was it's just skincare and I was like yeah yeah see you still like sorry this bugs me for two reasons what because it's taken me years to get that stigma out of you and like for you to actually invest in skincare and then we get in talking about it and you won't talk about it and you won't say and it's like it's like the stigma's still there. What's the stigma? Is it like of male skincare and like looking after yourself? I don't care about that. Yeah, but like you still weren't like you weren't. I like, and then this is the second thing that bugs me is that I had to be like, but you like it, and like then it was like me telling you, and it was like me enforcing that you liked it, and it felt shitty. Okay, fair enough. I I, I just didn't. Yeah, I can understand like it was the topic we were talking about, but I just didn't. Yeah, okay. Like I don't, I don't know what you want to get out of me at this. Like I, well, talk- I just went like you like just the other day before that you were saying how can you stop eating mid podcast? No, because every time we go to have a conversation, you're like oh. Stop, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> <laughs> there <I> go again. <laughs> Um, but the day before we were talking about it and you said, oh yeah, like I never used any skincare and we we're talking about your beard that you used to have when mm. you were above ground or open cut mining and you were like, oh, I, that would have had so much dirt in it, like yeah. so dusty. And I was like, well, I tried to get you into skincare back then and you wouldn't go into it and you were like, yeah, yeah, I should, I should have. It's so much better now. But then we started talking about it on the podcast and you were like, oh, it's just skincare, blah, blah, blah. Next topic. Yeah. That's just shitty. It's not. It is shitty. Okay. Because I it's, literally felt like I was like, you like it. And I was constantly it, pushing okay. that you it, like it's, it. It's hard to make a difference because I've only used it once. I've like, uh, you're frustrating. I'm not frustrating because you see the difference and you say that you like using it. You came home this week and said you were using lip balm because it was oh, yeah, humid. Oh, yeah. Crap. Yeah. Because there was one day where I didn't have my water bottle till crib time, and then my lips were just cracked, cracked as hell. So yeah, yeah, the lip balm is good. So it's good. You like yeah. it. You like it. <laughs> you like it. You're going to like it. You're my friend. Yeah, I, I don't know. It, like I don't care about the whole like masculinity side of things. Like yeah, it's, but... it's looking after myself. But I, I, know, I don't I know, know why you're getting so triggered about it. I know you don't care. Um, but it's like you're still stuck in that mentality of like, it doesn't need to be talked about or like, 
But if I'm talking about it in a thing that we're investing in, yeah. that's something that you invested in. And it frustrated me that you wouldn't go with it yeah. and wouldn't, wouldn't talk about it. Anyways, that was my frustration. You, you, you rant, rant over? Yeah. I've thought about this lots while I was vacuuming this week. <laughs> Every time I was vacuuming. I have a very, very intense internal dialogue. We've talked about that before. <laughs> Done. Yes. <laughs> like I was saying anyway. <laughs> so this week, um, I just heard a lot of comments, um, like some in a conversation with myself, like and other people. <laughs> <laughs> Not internal dialogue. No. Um, and then like overheard like just conversations in the room and that. And something that popped up a lot of the time was... What does your missus do apart from being a mum? And I don't know, it was just... To me, that's like, I see how hard you work and hear how hard you tell me you work while I'm away. <laughs> <laughs> nah, um, but it's... Like, raising a, raising kids is like a full-time... More than a full-time job. Yeah, well, studies yeah, say un- it's like... Unpaid. 2.5 yeah. full-time jobs yeah well you're working 24 7 yeah and your only break i get if you get a break at all is when i'm home yeah so it was it, it kind of hit me and it's like well why does obviously there's pl- you know plenty of mothers out there and it's, it gets a lot easier once kids can care for themselves but what does a mother need to have another job or do anything else and i don't know maybe i'm just overthinking it and it was just someone trying to start a conversation but um, oh no, I think it just pops up a lot in today's society. I think, like, in some ways, like, maybe, yes, you maybe you did read into it. Maybe someone just said, what else, like, what else does your yeah. wife do? Or yeah. um, that sort of thing. But then again, I guess it leads to why, why do they need to have something else to do? Mm. Or, like, maybe the question can change to, or, you know... I don't know how how is your wife coping with you know being a mum? Yeah. Um. How does she manage with the kids at yep. home while you're away? Um. Maybe and ev- just and eventually those that that's what the conversation did like sort of turn into or something like that. But just that initial one, like what what do you do apart from being a mum? Like what what what's your job apart from being a mum? And it's interesting that 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 bugged you. It didn't like well, didn't so much bug me. It was it's it's just we talk about that sort of thing a lot. Yeah. And, um, you know, e- equal rights and everything these days. It's, it's equal you, rights. You know, got like what the fuck is equal rights. You know, <laughs> shush. Um, like males obviously don't have to go through that sort of thing. Yeah. Like obviously, like women have to have this break to have have the child, and if they are in the more, I guess, um, not successful but high, like better financial position to hold their job rather than the dad holding their job mm. then they it's better for them to get back to work and the dad be the primary carer yeah but you've still got to have that break off in between to have the kid but, yeah that's it like at the end of the day no matter what it's um the hard time on the mother no matter what you want to say equally mm. the mothers are still growing and like yeah. Their body is still changing to carry this baby, and then the mother still has to birth the baby and feed the baby 
And whether you choose to breastfeed for, you know, a week or two years, your body is still in mindset of creating that for however long. Um, and it's still gone about the stress of growing a baby, yeah. no matter what else. And, you know, I've read something today about, you know, once the placenta detaches, however long it takes to um, actually heal up after. And just like little facts like that, that it's all internal and no one really sees it. Mm. And once the baby's born, no one really thinks, everyone kind of thinks about the mum, but most of the thing is about the baby. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And obviously we're only speaking for our from our own experience. Like we've only done this with mining work and roster work, so it, it's a bit hard for us to speak for someone that works, mm. you know, nine to fives and that. So I'm assuming making assumptions that it would be maybe a, a bit easier for someone in the nine to five for the mum to go back to work. No, not really. I I think that is an assumption because I think at the end of the day, any any job. Are you saying are you saying the wife goes back to a nine to five or the husband? Like, or for just for her to ease back into work. Uh, I mean, and like I said, we're speaking from our own, so this is me probably just making wild assumptions. But in terms of actually, if they if both persons just works a nine to five, in terms of what I can see, I mean, childcare is easier. Yeah, because a lot of them are catered to sort of that nine to five model. Yeah, and your, I guess your partner is on the same roster as you. So even if you only did two days, for say, um, and your partner was doing five, maybe even six, um, you're still on that same mindset with each other. You still get home, cook yeah. dinner together, do bath time, bedtime, all of that. You can do that together kind of thing. Um, so I guess in some ways... But then again, you know, you watch how difficult it can be for us sometimes when I go to work, even when you're home yeah. and switching that and having to, you know, kind of just figure out how we can find the same amount of time to get together yeah, um, and not lose that. Yeah. But at the same time, you're very, you're a very motivated person and you sort of take whatever shifts you can get. Like, so. I could definitely work more. If yeah, I, like of course. I, obviously, we've added up the cost of also childcare and stuff. And if we're not if we're not doing childcare, we're doing me working more shifts when Boyd's home and losing yeah. more family time. So I guess in some ways we've chosen, or well, I've chosen, I don't know, we as family have chosen to be a little bit more selfish in in family time yeah. than me working. I don't think it's selfish. I think you know sort of lifestyle you kind of have to be because we get limited time together as it is mm. so and that's the other thing i guess the misconception about you know fifo work is making an, an absolute buck it's mm. generally it it's the one parent supporting both parents financially it's like supporting yeah. the whole family financially so say for example you know you get a fifo worker on for oh, i don't know five and a half six grand a month that has to be split between two people mm. and then distributed throughout your family. Like, yeah. So that's equal to, you know, two and a half, three grand a month each. Yeah. Which still isn't like, it's not terrible. Like it's not, you know, scraping the bottom of the barrel, but still it's one person working their ass off away mm. and another person alone at home working their ass off to keep the house running. So I don't know. 
Yeah, it, it's complicated. I think when you're trying to compare all the different lifestyles. So I think maybe we just talk about our lifestyle. Yeah. Um, because I think we're going to go around and around in circles comparing to everyone else's. And I get that this isn't going to fall into everyone else's um, exact family home life. Um, because it's not like the, everyone's home life is so different. Yeah. Even if it's someone works nine to five and someone works 10 to, I don't know, three or 10 to six, the the differences is that some people might miss out on breakfast time and some people might miss out on yeah. dinner time. It doesn't matter. It's always going to fall different to everyone's family. Yes. Yeah. So we'll talk about us. We'll talk about FIFO work because we are the FIFO fam. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I guess um, for us, like with Boyd being away, it it's hard for me to do too much work because it has to fall onto childcare, and childcare is just too expensive. Yeah. Um, it just doesn't work for us. Like we've said it in probably almost every podcast episode, it childcare is just too expensive. For, uh, for both of the kids. For both of yeah. the kids. We send Scarlett. It's very, you know, it's amazing for Scarlett for her age. It also gives me a little bit of a break in terms of I know that she's spent a day doing learning, um, being yeah. around other kids. It gives me a little bit of freedom um, to then, you know, chuck the TV on. Um, yeah. And also, obviously, go to work. Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah, and... Like, obviously, we're saying you work a bit more to create that bit of extra income, but it's also a bit of a break for you as well. Like I think... to switch off your mum mode for, you know, a few hours a day and... Yeah, a, a couple of girlfriends and I at work were just talking um, about... Well, we were talking about mum guilt, really, and how when we go to work, we don't feel guilty. Yeah. Ever. And it's something that I know not everyone feels the same. I know a lot of mums go to work and they feel guilty. And I don't know if that falls into they work too, maybe too much for their liking and then they get guilty or maybe their kids just miss them and or their kids tell them things or whatever. But I know some people feel that guilt. And the three of us were talking about how going to work and I don't know, I guess you're earning money and I have some great mums at work and this, my, um, my work has changed over the last few years from young people to like six mums that all work together. Obviously there's young people in the yeah, shop front, yeah. but, um, and it's amazing. You've all sort of grown together. Like, yeah. yeah and this. it is, it's amazing. It's this little work group and we all just keep working and talk about what we you know how our weeks have gone and then when someone's sick we're all very you know helpful and understanding and it's just a really nice space to go and yeah you probably I probably talk about my kids more than ever yeah but I'm in my freedom of I don't have anyone tugging on my leg and yeah, it doesn't even matter. Like, it just goes down to this. I do not feel mum guilt when I go to work, and I don't think anyone should feel mum guilt yeah. when they go to work. But it's something that I know does trigger a lot of people, and it's hard. Yeah, yeah of course. Um, yeah, well, that I guess it, and it gives you your sort of independence as well. Like it, it I think it's 
probably the opposite of mum guilt. Like you can go, obviously you're earning your own keep just by being a mother to my kids at home. But in, in your mind, do you go, well, I'm doing my own bit to help financially as well? Oh yeah, a hundred percent. There are so many reasons that I went back to work. Um, I went back to work when Scarlett was just four months old. And then I went back to work when Teddy was just six months old. Yeah. Um, and I worked up until 37, maybe end of 37 weeks with Scarlett. Yeah. And unfortunately cut short with COVID for Teddy um, because I was high risk being yeah. pregnant. Um, but I think I was still 35 weeks um, with Teddy. Yeah, yeah. You were pretty far on. Yeah. So I liked to work all the way through. and. Yeah you know, went back to work pretty quickly after I've said it before, I didn't go back to work full time. Yeah. I didn't go into this massive thing. I went back for a bit of socialization, a bit of getting away from the kids and also like good for them to understand that, you know, I can leave yeah, and they yeah. can be with someone else and they can be settled with someone else. Um, both kids started out going with my mum, So yeah. with their, their ninny, um, and it's been amazing. I would 100% do it that way again. Um, again, not everyone does that. Everyone, like, each to their own. But going back to work was mentally the best thing for me. Yeah, oh, of course. Yeah, in, in more ways than one. Yeah, even going back for four hours, yeah. you know. Uh, it was little steps for each time. And then the longer it goes on, the more I'm like, oh, I'm stayed an extra, you know, an extra hour today. I'm an hour yeah. over what I normally stay, kind of thing, and that just doesn't start. That doesn't feel so draining anymore. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Obviously, that's the other thing. When you're away, I'm really stuck to my times. Yeah. I can never go around them. Yeah. They don't budge. Because um, you either got to do a childcare pickup or pick up from your mum's place because yeah. she has to be somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. I'm very stuck to my limits um when you're away and that that does make it hard because there's a lot of weeks where i would love to do an extra hour or two um and even if it's not that even if it's you you just hang around an extra which you have done hang around an extra 45 minutes to an hour and just catch up with your workmates yeah it's like with no ties to work Yeah. yeah i definitely that is something that i do struggle with and you know often i'm working to you know, 15 minutes past, I needed to leave and running out the door. So not even barely even saying goodbye yeah. to people. Um, but I do find going back to work was something very crucial to me. Yeah. Um, and that has a lot to do with the people that I work with, the mums around there. But I think just me mentally, just, I don't know, not having that ringing in my ear. Yeah. and not And also not being able to be like, Shit, I really need to clean the house right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have no choice but to just be at work. Exactly. It's 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 your duty for the day, and that's mm-hmm. you don't have to worry about the kids or anything. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that I guess that's you and your work. Do you have any other questions about my me and my work? <laughs> no, not really. I think we've covered. It. Um, I guess yeah, we, we did put out a few questions um, on our Instagram. Um, one of them was, do you stress about making your, in quotations, own money? Like, obviously, from day dot, since we've been together, we've pretty much shared everything. Like, we don't have our own money in our own 
Yes, accounts. that's... But I guess, like we were talking before, it's the... Not the guilt, but the satisfaction of making your own money and financially contributing. Yeah, I think that's something that I'm pretty... Um, strong-minded that I hold my own by being a mum. Yeah. Um, it's something that I do often, you know, not not find I have to prove myself, but sometimes, like, I'll find myself feeling the need to be like, I, you know, <laughs> I look after your kids all day. Yeah. And not that you make me feel that way. No, no. Necessarily, just sometimes, like, there's... And this is something, obviously... I guess we haven't really touched on this, but something that does upset me is that women are put so far on the back burner by becoming mums. Yeah, um, of course. So we're put so far in back in the working industry in terms of sometimes if you haven't had kids yet, you won't get hired because people will look at you and go, oh, well, you know, you're going to have kids and you're going to drop out of work and... Well, that even if it's for three months, at some point you're going to drop out of work. Um, or And then you've got, you know, you've already had kids, so you're behind the eight ball. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so how many years have you been out of work and stuff like that? And or then, if you've had a kid and then they go, they go, oh, so you're going to be taking a, to- a day off here and a day off there yeah. to attend to your kids' emergencies and day, yeah. like just, just days they need you. I just think you looked at differently when you're a female. Um, obviously, I can't say what it's being like being looked at as a male. I think um, I think it's sorry. I think it actually still contributes with being a male as well because not I don't know if employers would look at it as as it that much, but you you look at a, a, a dad and or yeah a mum or anything, and you go well if they've got a kid they are going to need more time off, mm. whether it's sick leave for them or whether it's personal leave for something like an event they've got on, like, you know, their first day of school you want to be there for. And yeah, I know, but, like, you're saying that, but I don't think your your work would ever look at you and go, like, I don't know, they would never yeah, think of I, that. Yeah, I know what you're saying, yeah, but I, I just say it as that anyway, like, yeah. Okay, well, that and that's that's... Fine, that's your opinion. I guess the biggest um, thing with, with that is um, we've talked about super as well. Well, so. that's, yeah, no, that's where I was about to go with this is that the other thing is that by obviously taking a step back and having children, my super has pretty much just, like, there's nothing left. Hmm. I don't make money from being a mum. You're not given anything I wouldn't say that there's, there's not nothing left. It's just not growing. It, it doesn't grow. And even by being back at work, I I earn just under or I scrape the barrel for actually having super yeah. con- like contributed to my account. And that's the thing that unfortunately, you know, I've said to Boyd and rest assured this is a joke. Um, I've said if we were ever to split up I you know hands down would take you for everything because I raise your children um but without that I physically can't not because I don't have anything like by by being a mum and yes you know I do get a little bit of super every now and then but at the end of the day Boyd is 
working while I look after our kids. And if we were to split up, I would have to because I just do not have enough to my name by taking a step back from the workforce. I like, I'm, like it's not something I want to talk about, but I don't think it would ever be on like that bad of terms. Like obviously they're still no. my kids and I'd want them to be healthy and even support you for as yeah. long as I can to support them. But anyway, that's a completely different topic. No, no. And I agree. Um, I agree. It w- but then like that's saying that we end on good terms and you and you are looking at me and going, I understand what you've done for however many years and put yourself on the, you know, lower receiving end to raise our children. Mm. That's you being understanding. But I don't know, for whatever reason, you turn into an absolute complete asshole and choose to not be understanding. Yeah, yeah. Anything's possible. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there are a lot of a lot of people and you know a lot of people that still out there and go, you know, to their wives, what did you do all day? Yeah. And stuff like that. That's that on that's that not understanding mm. of what our work is worth. Yeah. Yeah, and I guess another thing we've talked about is like whether to make just super contributions like our personal super contributions to yours just to keep it ticking over and building its own little nest egg, but I don't know. We'd like to hear from you if, if that's what you do and if it is benefiting you because that's something we sort of might look into because then mm. we're both sort of growing. I don't think it really matters. Like I don't see us ending no. or anything, but like it's just a, a topic. We we actually had this top this conversation in a bit of a um one of our a couple of weeks ago when we were a bit um down in the dumps and I said I was quite upset and I said I, I was feeling a bit underappreciated and I said to Boyd, do you understand that I literally have nothing? I've mm. put I've put everything on hold to be a mother of, you know, obviously I was kind of not coming at Boyd, but I was saying, you know, I've, I've put everything on hold to be a mother to mm. your children and do you understand that I have nothing that... that Australia, the the world in general, doesn't really put anything into mothers. Yeah. It doesn't look at mothers and go, oh, they're raising, they're literally raising the future future of the world. Yeah. Um, Let's maybe, you know, do something good for them. It doesn't. It literally goes, well, Australia goes, here's 12 weeks of pay. Mm. Uh, Go back to work now. Like, that's it. We're going to charge you, in Australia, the highest childcare rates in the world, but go back to work. Mm. So, this is, you know, something that frustrates me a lot because it's like, go back to work, but we're going to charge you so much for childcare. But if you don't go back to work, you don't get any compensation and you don't raise any super and you don't, you've got nothing to fall back on. Um, And, you know, then you've got, if you really want to go there, people in domestic violence cases, how do they leave? Because they have nothing to fall back on. I'm in a good relationship and I'm saying, if we fall apart, I have nothing. Yeah. Yeah, it it is so hard because it's like you're stuck in between a rock and a hard place. Like you're in this toxic relationship, abusive relationship. And, but it's the only way. Yeah, it's a whole different, whole different body. It is a whole different thing, but it's it's just so frustrating to go, there's nothing else out there and, and the world doesn't really look after us. No. 
Um, and yeah, there are, you know, 100% there are women out there that are absolutely just fucking kicking butt. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And there are, but then majority of women are just trying to, we're trying so hard to get there. But everything is so damn expensive there, and no one is in your favor. And there's so many variables. It's like, you know, your your family's financial position uh, that you're born into. Oh, and it's yes. your partner's work. It's your support community around you. It's, yeah. a, it's a lot of things that you can put into whether you go back to work or not. But Yeah. yeah. But I guess that um, most people, most people came back, if you go back to... Their votes. Most people came back and said yes. They they stress about making it was over three quarters. Yeah, yeah. Their what is classed as their own money. And I have to say, I don't I don't stress about making my own money, but I do stress about what I'm worth as an individual. Yeah, of course. Um, and that 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 does kind of it. It doesn't worry me as much as it just bugs me. Yeah, it really really bugs me. Um. And then, yeah, I guess, you know, again, most people, the mum is the stay-at-home. A few people actually have jumped on and said that their dad is the primary carer of their children at home. Yeah, and the um, mum went back to work. Yeah, yeah. and that, that's what I was saying. Like, if it could be due to a lot of things. Like, you know, the mother could have a more um, secure secure job um they could have been in that position for a lot longer they value their career more than the dad does and the dad just wants to be a dad or maybe the dad just wants to be a dad yeah hasn't done it before yeah just wants to do it um so whatever the reason it's nice to see that there are some numbers there yeah exactly um even on our small little small little page um and then i guess you know you go back into the we're talking about going to work but the other thing is finding it hard to go back to work. And this is something that just this week I was talking to um, a guy at my work about the reason that I went back to work so quickly. And one of the biggest reasons was that I knew if I didn't go back to work and I had a, a gap on my resume, I'm basically just marked as a stay-at-home mum. Yeah. And I... I know that a lot of places are getting better and it's not such a marked thing these days. It's not such a, oh, throw that one out. You know, stay-at-home mums are getting um, a little bit of the recognition that they should be. Yeah. Um, but for me, it felt so, such an issue that if I have that gap, I won't be able to find work. And I could find work anywhere. Like, gosh, I'm brister, I'm waitress. I'm, I yeah. literally could get a job at any cafe yeah, exactly. in any town. Um, but it's, you know, it's this stigma. And unfortunately, it does sit in the back of my head that goes, if you don't work for too long of a time and people say, why weren't you working? Oh, I was a mum. That Some may- people don't see that as a good enough excuse. Exactly. It's, it's shit. It is honestly shit. And so many people, you know, um, two-thirds said that they found it really hard getting back into work. And I think that does stem from a few different reasons. For me, the only things that I can think, just the, the top ones right now, are that stigma mm. of being a stay-at-home mum. Um, 
also once you've been at home for a long like prolonged time it is hard to then leave your children Mm. um i've always found that the age that's the hardest to leave scarlet scarlet specifically was around that one year mark she she got really clean um used to be really hard at childcare drop-offs but she'd already been going to childcare, so it was easy to just continue through that and push through that but I know if you've never done it before and you go straight into that and they don't want you to leave, it's really hard yeah, to yeah. break that. Yeah, it, like it, it, I know this is a completely different thing, but you even see how connected and clingy they get sometimes at childcare drop-offs mm-hmm. and that's hard enough, letting, let alone you leaving them. What? That didn't make sense. No, it didn't. That did not make no. any sense. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Shut up. No, like it, <laughs> I didn't know we were trying to say that. I didn't know whether to pull you up on that or not, but I was like, what? That yeah, doesn't, that no, doesn't no, work. No, it didn't make sense at all, did it? <laughs> no, not at all. Well, we well, will that's uh, discontinue uh, that conversation. Um, but, <laughs> okay. Uh, you good? I'm, I'm good, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so it's just like finding work, going back to work, being mentally prepared to go back to work. As much as I said that mentally it's what I wanted, needed, and I still go back every day for um, that mental break, um, sometimes it that's the worst part of it. Yeah. Is yeah. stepping away from your kids. Oh, of course. But yeah, then again, it's giving you a, like a, a job isn't a, a break, obviously, but it's giving you a mental break from being a parent like for how many ever hours a day mm, it's, it's mentally more draining in terms of the prep work yeah. that goes into going to work i guess um, once you're in a routine it's especially it cuz you're not easier. here yeah so because you're not here i have to do two different drop offs get to work two different pickups um like, I can't send you to take one and me take the other kind of thing. Yeah. Um, now Scarlett's a bit older. After she she tells me where everyone is when we leave. Yeah. And she tells me, Daddy's at work. Mummy's mm. going to work. Scarlett's going to childcare. And then she goes, um, and Teddy, Teddy goes to work. And I'm like, yes, yep, yep, that's where Teddy goes. Teddy goes to work. Because Scarlett would lose her fucking mind yeah. if I told her that Teddy was going to ninnies. <laughs> There's no way I could get a shark here. Yeah. Not a chance. Um, so Teddy goes to work, guys. <laughs> um, white lies never hurt. <laughs> but yeah, so... There's a lot of mental game in terms of going back to work as well. I mean, there's a lot of mental game in terms of just being a parent. Yeah. Um... If anyone says that physically that's the hardest part, I would... I mean, it is physically. I guess it depends how you've recovered, I guess, or... and Is that what you mean? Like getting... No, like returning not, phys- no, oh, I'm just going to... <laughs> no, yeah. I'm talking about being a parent. I thought you meant going back to work after having kids. Oh, well, I mean, I guess you can say all of the things that we've got on there. Yeah, but no one said physically. Yeah. Every everyone said the hardest thing was mentally or the juggle. Yeah. <laughs> You've had too much licorice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll say licorice. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like 
Father though. You're a mess tonight. Um, You've thrown me off with your little stab at the start. I can't get my mind <laughs> off of it. Yes. Just forget about the stab. The stab was supposed to be a one-liner stab. Okay. Anyway, talking about being negative and making negative comments towards people. What, oh. is, what are the, some of the negative comments that... Oh, literally everyone. Home mums get everyone. There was actually quite a few comments come in, and we've pretty much only got three written here because they all came down to the same, the same ones, yeah. the same thing. Um, t- top one was you must have so much spare time. Mm. Please, please, if you are listening to this and you do not have kids, please never ever tell a parent that you have spare time. Never do it. I mean, do it if you feel like having your limbs teared from your body. <laughs> yeah, teared? Torn? Torn. Um, torn? Torn. Um, yeah, no, no. I mean, maybe a first-time parent with a good sleeping, like, six-week-old. Are you talking about us with Scarlet? <laughs> like, but even yeah, then, see. even then, you've got, you've got a teeth, that first year of life, you've got teeth coming through, you've got sickness coming through your ears, you just, oh, even if they do have spare time, I can tell you, they fucking deserve it. And, that, <laughs> and their spare time's usually spent having a drink or No, their spare time's or... normally cleaning the fucking house, doing maybe, the washing. Or maybe yours is, mine's having a drink. Yeah, yours is having a drink. You wouldn't know how to do the washing for that. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> the other one is, why don't you or have you thought about getting a job? Yeah, have you? Well, I mean, I guess I, we don't really have to say much because we've just well, done, just, we've just talked done a whole episode on that. Endless about jobs. But again, never ever tell a first time mum or a second time mum or a third time mum. Have you thought about getting a job? I can tell you, they more work more hours than you ever have in yeah. your life. Especially the third time mum. Props to the people with two or more kids. Because yeah. that's endless. Um, the other one. Oh, yeah. This yeah, oh, you, like people saying, oh, your life's over. You're going to have no more time. No more time know, for career, for your or, career or, or you know, yeah, your hobbies. and But I find that comment's more of a... When, when someone gets pregnant and it's not so much when you have kids and it's generally like towards the, towards the bloke. What? You reckon that's aimed at the bloke? Yeah. Yep. You seriously think that no, comment is aimed no, I'm at I'm just, I'm just saying generally, like I've heard it being said a lot, you know, um, bloke, blokes I've known that their, their wife's got pregnant and yeah. the, you, you know, gen, just the throwaway comment, oh, you know, you're not going to have any time for anything now, sort of thing. Yeah, right. I guess okay. you, mu- you must, like, because obviously you hang out with your girlfriends, you must hear that a fair bit on I think it side. gets thrown out. Can you please stop playing with the fucking licorice? Um, I guess, I think it just gets thrown around. I didn't think, now that you've said it, I guess, yeah, it does get thrown around at men and I have heard it in terms of people, um, you know, boys saying it and stuff like that. And that sucks. That's not really nice. No. Um, but I, reading it, 
I didn't think of you. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I thought m- more of me and women, just women in general. Yeah. Not just thinking about yourself. No. But like at the end of the day, there are so many men that I know and even don't know but see that don't really change their life. Mm. Don't change a lot. And, you know, a lot of the time that's not necessarily a bad thing, but um, (laughs) for those few that uh, have pretty toxic lifestyles, then... There are some where I'm like, mate, you you need to... You need to change. You need to be a father a little bit more, but even so, like, that's that's my opinion. Um, You know, I guess if they're still being a good dad when they come home, then that's fine. But I guess... In the scheme of things, you do see more males that get to run their own life yeah, than mothers. And it's just, I guess it's just that maternal attachment as well. Like the, the, the kids might, you know, you find, I'm generally speaking again, and in our household, it's the case that the kids are generally more clingy to you. So you can't, unfortunately. Yeah. So like you can't just disappear as easily whereas i'm out more often so they're like oh dad must just be back at work or something but if i'd go to catch up with mates which is not so often these days but they'll just be like oh he's just gone out whereas yeah yeah i get i get that i guess the thing for me is that whether you look at it from work perspective or whatever it is something that you get to live your life a lot more freely than i do like and it might, you know, talking about that attachment, um, obviously you go to work um, full time in comparison to me and stuff like that. But even just little things like you will come home and you'll just chill out on the couch and I'll be like, oh my God, there's so many jobs that need doing around here. Or you'll just walk out of the house and start mowing the lawn. And it's one of the jobs. And almost. I'll be like, are you kidding me? There's two children screaming for dinner in here and you've just walked outside to mow the lawn. Priorities. Oh my God. Do you want a punch in the face? Um, <laughs> do it, do it. Um, like that's just something that obviously we're about to get into pet peeves. Um, but so that's me, one of yours. yes, my, probably my biggest one is that you just get to live your life it's not unchanged. That's definitely not where I'm saying this. But in so many aspects, you just get to live your life the same. Mm. You know, you get to go to the pub and not whenever you want to go out, I'm here. Mm. Whereas I don't get that choice. And even like when you're at work, you go to work and then you get to go, yes, you're not home. But you get to go to the gym whenever you want. You get to eat whenever you want. You get to go to the pub with the mates if you want. You get to go and have a drink. You get to just walk out of the house and go for a run if you want. I can't do that. Don't look at me with those fucking smirk eyes. Yeah, no, no, no. Keep going. Like you do. You just get to walk out. Especially when you're away. Like, there's, yes, you work long hours. I'm not denying that. I've never denied that. So, anyway, that's your pet peeve is me just, I guess, yeah, being not in tune when I get home. No. That's what you said. It's not even like, well, yes, that is a big, that is a big one. 
Yeah. But that's it... not so much... The, the, what I'm saying, in what I was saying before, is not just so much you not being in tune. It's the fact that that is life. That yes. you will... <laughs> You get to just do those things. Especially especially when you're away, you get to just go to the gym if you want to go to the gym. I'm not saying you do. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, you do something. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I go to the gym all the time. Can't you tell? But, like, you do. You get... That is your luxury. That is... Of being away. No, yeah, yep. Yep. I'll accept being away, but at home's a different story. But you do. You just get to go out of the door. When? And go for a run. Go for the shops. Yeah, you get to, yeah, you get to do that. You, you can want. do that as well if you want. I can't do that when you're away. Okay. I have to manage two kids all the time. Yeah. Or even like coming home, you'll just go and sit on the couch. And I'll be like, well, dinner. Literally just last week, I was at work and you didn't prep dinner for the children. Oh, that was like two weeks anyway. No, no. <laughs> that was so long ago. It's not even funny. I guess, yeah, now that we'll go into what the the crowd, the people have messaged in. Um, so one of them was, the kids make the mess but don't help clean up. Yeah. That's... Scarlet's so bad for that. Wait, she's getting better. Yeah. She's three. Like, Teddy's better than her at that. No. <laughs> like, <laughs> no. The, the mess that Teddy, we just tolerate. Because it's food and he ends up eating it off the he... floor anyway. I don't know. Does anyone have kids... That refuse to eat from a bowl or a plate. It does not matter what it is. He will tip it upside down. He will put it on the floor. If I'm holding the plate, he will grab handfuls, put it on the floor, and then eat it off the floor. I'm confused, and I don't know how to stop it. So it doesn't matter if the, if the plate is stuck. He will remove it and put it on the floor and then eat it. If you know a tip to that, please help me. Because I'm confused. But yes, kids are messy. Unfortunately, that's life. Yeah. Um, being the one to choose and prepare every meal, every snack, every food. Oh, item. snacks! Snacks is the big one. Uh, is snacks the word? See, I don't mind snacks. Really? Oh, it's easy, but like, I find that um, conflicted with ease over sort of. You know, dietary health. Oh, see, like, I'm it, good with snacks. Yeah, it, like it's very easy to go to the cupboard and go, oh, you can just have a pack of tiny teddies or a muesli bar. There's your snack. But then I'll find myself later in the day, I go, right, you've had some shit food today. Go have a bloody apple or something. See, this is where I where I create platters. Yeah. I Every snack, whether morning tea and afternoon tea, always has fruit. It's portioned out, yeah. Um, you know, if it's a pack of tiny teddies, they get half a pack each. Um, and then, you know, some crackers, some nuts. Bit of everything. Yeah, I'm I'm big on platters. Yeah. Less and on I one I guess packet. we are we are lucky that both of our kids love fruit, so mm. it makes it a lot easier to sort of keep it balanced. But meals. Hate meals because Scarlet's fucking shit. Yeah, well, at this point, we just cook whatever Teddy wants and then mm. hope that the Scarlet eats it because there's just no hope with her with dinner. Scarlet, Samanis, and... Yeah. She'll probably join us in about 20 minutes saying that she's hungry because she decided not to eat dinner. Yep, got sent to her room, came out half an hour later and said, I'm sorry, Mum, Mum, I want to apologise and say sorry. I will eat my dinner and sat at her table and refused to eat her dinner just again. Yeah. So, 
Yep, that's our life. We do not. I do not prepare meals for Scarlett. I prepare platters. Um, Snack bitch. Not being able to finish jobs. Not being able to finish anything. Yeah, that's frustrating. Yeah, I guess you know it. It could be whenever, like they they could be down for their nap time and they wake up early, mm. or or just in general, like you chuck them down in front of the TV. Give them some quiet time or you get a few jobs done and next minute they're biting at your ankles when you're not even halfway through a job. Yeah. I have to admit, I have gotten pretty good at um, like strategizing, um, planning out, stuff like that. My bathrooms, my showers, unfortunately, are always the last to get, last to get done. Um, so my showers probably haven't been cleaned in like three months. Yeah. Um, because they just come last every well, time. Maybe we just need to go on the advice of last week's episode and get a cleaner every fortnight or so, just just to do bathrooms, like you said. Right now, I would be scared for a cleaner to come into my shower. <laughs> yeah, right. Because <laughs> I have to clean all Scarlet's little toys as well. Because Scarlet fucking plays with the your conditioner bottle. Yeah, no wonder that was done left last week. Puts shit everywhere. Yeah. Um... Repetitiveness. Repetitiveness. Yes. Oh, I was literally just talking to someone this week about um, not repetitiveness as such, but um, the like the story time games and like fully getting into character oh, play and yeah. stuff yeah. like that. Like, oh, what's it called? Having to invest yourself in a character. Or... No, like like imaginative play. Yeah. Like yeah. um, and I had <laughs> I had to say. I am so grateful. Scarlett does it on her own. Yeah. She doesn't really want us involved. I tried... I said to this mum, I was like, I tried to get involved this week and see what she was, like, talking about. And her game was just not working for me. So I left the room. <laughs> um, I was trying to, like... I had I had this Lego man and she had um, the mermaid. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I'll come rescue you. And she just kept like knocking the dude out of my hand and, and then running away from me. And I was like, Good job. this went on for about five minutes straight. I'm not kidding. And she kept calling me over to come rescue her. And she'd just knock him out of my hand. And I ended up being like, are, you know, are you going to let me rescue you or what? And she just wasn't having a bar of it. And I walked out and she ended up continuing the storyline yeah. on her own. I'm not here or for like her. You don't even have to act like a character. She's just like, you're this person and you're this person. And yeah. This. yeah. She makes up her own stories and you just got to play along. I'm very grateful that she does it by herself because yeah. that five minutes was it for me. I'm not doing it again. <laughs> Your last um, two brain cells just clashed together. Oh, it was just, no, it was just frustrating. I was like, do it properly. Yeah. If you're going <laughs> to do it, do it properly. Um, but I guess that's not really repetitiveness, but yeah. Yes, the repetitiveness, that is another thing. By going back to work, breaks my time up. Yeah, um, yeah. I feel like a hamster on a wheel some days. Just, yeah. You know, every day is just... Um, sometimes even I feel like that on when we come home and we've got literally nothing on for the week, mm. which is pretty rare these days. But sometimes, yeah, every day just feels like, all right, we'll get up, have breakfast, mm. go outside a bit. Shitty weather Shitty hurts weather. Oh, with that. that. Those like few months back in winter there, it was, yeah. Judgmental people comparing and different situations. Yeah, I guess I, we covered that at the start. Like everyone's in a different situation, whether it's different financial situations, different mm. jobs. Um, but 
pitting yourself against someone else purely based on the assumptions that you make about their family yeah. i think it's it's pretty low even uh, like um you know seeing different things on instagram or just trying to whether it's good or bad unfortunately you're never going to feel 100% because you never know 100% into someone else's life yeah and this, like you were just saying the social media part of it's massive like you see all these people living their best life on social media and mm-hmm. you go oh shit is that what my life is supposed to be like yeah, yeah. not everyone can give their you know kids a $250,000 first birthday like we're not all <laughs> the Kardashians we can't do that shit but also maybe maybe people don't want to do that either yeah yeah um, but yeah, I, I mean, comparing the different situations, I know there's, there's a TV show about to come out about mom, like parenting different styles and stuff. And I just got asked if I was going to watch it, um, actually. And while part of me is very curious about it, another part of me says, oh, I don't know if I can sit there and actually actively watch mm. people judge other people's parenting. And while there are definitely things that, even just from the ads I've gone, I completely disagree with that or blah, 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 whatever I think. I don't know. And again, I may watch it, but I don't know when you're constantly through your social media, your life in general and your family, there's so much comparing or just talk about where the, where you're at with your kids and stuff. I don't know if I can sit there and watch it yeah. and actually actively bring it into my life as well. I don't think it'd make you feel good about yourself in any way. It's just a, it's just a very, it seems like a very negative show. I think it's There's, good. I think I actually And it think, might bring, yeah, it might bring to light like some things that people can do to help their yeah. families. But I think overall it's one of those things, oh, should, my, should this be what my family mm. looks like? Or? Like, I have to admit, like, I'm not here for necessarily, um, I don't know what the terminology is, but calm parenting. I Gentle parenting. Gen, whatever it is. Who knows? I'm here for just parenting. But there are aspects of gentle parenting, calm parenting, that I have learnt through Instagram or whatever, been brought to light to, that I do find have mentally, I remind myself and help with certain situations. In saying that, one of the mums is like, we talk to our kids in the sweetest, most upbeat voice or whatever she says. And I'm like, yeah, gross. I'm sorry. Uh, That is a big no for me. Um, If you do that on the odd occasion or whatever, talk however you want. But if that is your life on all accounts, no. That's a no for me. Can't yep. do that. Yeah. But I'm all for interpreting. Interpreting? Interpreting. There you go. That's a new one. <laughs> I guess inputting aspects from all different things, all different beliefs. Yeah. I like to just experiment. Yep. Because parenting is a one big fucking experiment. Yeah. So judgy oh. people. We're not for it. No, nah, not for it. Do what you like to do. Don't judge. Choose, you know, yes. Be like, oh, that's not for me. But you you go for it. Yeah. If you want to whine at your kids and talk in a whiny, screechy voice, go you, for it. you go for it. I'm just not here to listen for it. Um, talking about whining, 
That is the next pet peeve. Yeah, Scarlet's terrible at the moment with whining. Scarlet is it's either bad. a fucking angel and like sent from heaven or... She's the devil. <laughs> the devil's offspring. There is no in between with Scarlet. No, oh, it's... And she's not even upset. Like, you know when she's upset, she, she actually cries and she... You know, I'm the... sad. I'm <laughs> yeah. crying. That, that, that's... <laughs> no, that's when she's putting it on. Uh, but her whining and her ability to just turn it on and off whenever it pleases her. And I know every toddler's probably the same, but God, it is frustrating. Just the whining. It's ugh. And the constant, like, don't whine at me, just talk to me. And I, I hear my mum's voice. Yeah. I hear my mum in me. And I'm like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> and it kills me, but I it comes out and I'm like, stop warning. Yeah. And I literally sound like my mom. Yeah. And it really does kill me. I'm sorry <laughs> if you're listening, mom. Um, sorry for all, all accounts. I'm sorry for being the whiny kid. <laughs> I'm sorry for this. But, oh, like... What the fuck? Yeah. Yeah, and I don't know. Uh, yep. <laughs> we don't have anything else to say about it, but what I the think fuck? you can get from our tone how frustrating <laughs> it is in our household. Which uh, can lead to the other next pet peeve, which is... Eg- eggs. You want to say it together? No. You, oh, okay. Exhaustion. So, oh, I thought we were going to do like a cute thing. Well, we were going together. to, but then you One, started. Two, three... Exhaustion. <laughs> it's almost wrap up time. <laughs> but yeah, obviously, all the things we've talked about. We don't. <laughs> Is that your funny bone? Yep. That's good. That's funny. Shut. Go. Keep talking. Uh, yeah. Well, all the things we've talked about. You know, being a parent is very exhausting. Whether you've got whining kids or you work a nine to five job as well as trying to raise kids by yourself as well all of it it's flat out there's no stop and you no. don't stop and that's the thing for me is that when you're at work you get to choose when you go to bed you get to choose to sleep through the night and whatnot i don't get that choice i wake when my children wake i sit on their couch only when my children will let me yeah um and whatnot and it's mentally I haven't done the episode on the mental um, mental, mental load. load on mums yet we will get there um, but it's just exhausting exhausting um, and like I said I've said many times before but I have a very very loud internal dialogue and I'm also a very very planned out person so the exhaustion, is huge yeah. because my brain never stops talking oh, to it, me. And yeah, it never turns off. Even I, even I can vouch for that. Yeah. So. Um, and I guess, yeah, the big one, the winner out of all these was the assumption that you just sit around mm. home all day. It goes, goes down to the negative nothing. comments that yeah. you get, you know, you must have spare time, um, yeah. all the rest of that. So um, it's, yeah, that's a big pet peeve, and that comes from other people. That other other people making that assumption about you. So and all of them tied together, pretty yeah. much. Yeah, it's just 
judgy people making those assumptions. It's, you know, you, you chuck a bloody post up on your Instagram of your kid, you're running around having your kids and having fun and that. And that, for any normal job, that could be your lunch break. That could be your mm. half hour break where you sit on your phone or um, you're still raising your kids, you're still developing your kids by making these games with them. And well, It just doesn't stop. It goes to the mental no. load. You are constantly... Wondering if you're doing enough. You're constantly yeah. thinking of the next activity. Like I, I, um, I'm pretty sure not every mum wants to... That have things I'd rather be doing than finger painting with their kids. I, I, some, day, some days... Some days that's, that's exactly great. what you want to do. Some days that's great. I don't mind that. I did <laughs> actually build a cubby house with the kids last week. And I was very invested in painting it. I was having a great time. And Scarlett came and put the paintbrushes down and said, Mommy, you are finished painting now. You're coming to play Lego. <laughs> and she had to drag. She was like, you're done. Yeah. You need to stop. So, but again, that comes to being a mum and not being able to do something that maybe I wanted to do. Yeah. And like just something like that's like very therapeutic. Yeah. Like, I liked it. Yeah. That was a great Exactly. Time. Sitting out in the sun and doing that and... It's just one of those things that you've just got to stop because you've got to put your child's needs first. They want to do something else, you've got to do it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and uh, lucky last thing we are going to do... And on a positive. And on a positive. The most rewarding thing, without a doubt, from everyone that wrote in, literally came down to we're there for everything and watching them develop. Yeah. So literally... So I guess they're there for everything. It's the good and the bad, but... I think most people were putting that into perspective of you're there for all the good times, all their achievements, all their milestones. But even even their bad things, you're yeah. there. Like, you know, Teddy got his hand slammed in the door the other day and, and I'm there for it. I'm able to not stress that someone else is yeah. looking for him, after him. I'm there. And I'm, you're not hearing about it secondhand. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and that's a major stressor when I'm at work, not knowing what's going on, yeah. especially if I've left Teddy sick with my mom or something like that, or even with you mm. and me being like, this is how I've cared for him for the last seven days. Like, you know, yeah. are you up to speed with it kind of thing? So you're there for everything, absolutely everything. And you watch it, you watch it from start to finish and you don't miss it. Yeah. I guess with the watching them develop side of things, you see it as like an everyday, oh, they learned something new today. Whereas... I come back from work and I just get it in one big hit. Mm -hmm. So I, I look at Teddy playing around and saying his like, little things he comes up with every week now and it just hits all at once. Yeah. Like, it's such a massive influx. And I'll say something, I'm like, holy shit, he does that now. And then you'd be like, oh, he's been doing that a week. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah. I, try not, I try not to say that. Um, yeah. You know, there's definitely been things where I've even like heard it maybe the day before and I've just let it slide and... And just let it kind of be your thing um, because that's nice too. Um, but I, the other thing is that often we talk about how I'll teach the kids something and they'll barely do it or won't do it. And then yep. they'll show off to Boyd when he gets home and they'll mm. absolutely own it. And because obviously I'm out of the house the first two days, they'll just floor it for Boyd. Yep. And he'll be like, oh my God. And, I'll, and I'm like, hey, I've been teaching them this all week and they yep. have not done it. A boy comes home and he gets the luxury of seeing it all. So, yeah. no, it is good. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, we both experience on different sides of the scale of watching them develop. But mm -hmm. either way, it's not bad. And I think, um, yeah, it's definitely the best part of being a parent 
Mm. Oh, without a doubt. Without and, a doubt. And knowing that, knowing that you contribute to that as well, like what, what we do and what we show them is contributing to their learning and their growing mm-hmm. and God help us. Whether you help, see it in big bounds or hope, small. Yeah. And you, we just got to keep doing what we think's right and hoping it's the right thing for them and helping them grow into the best people they can. Yeah. And yeah, I hope, I hope this wasn't too negative. Obviously there are, there are ups and downs to all of this, but well, I think that's um, why we covered it was because of their, their, I feel there is such a, especially in the workforce, such a negative stigma around stay at home mums mm. and the lack of realization of how much work they actually do. Yeah. And like even getting to work and being super tired and whatnot and not really, there's, there's workplaces that don't, aren't really lenient to that. Yeah. Um, and unfortunately, that doesn't really work when you are up four times with a teething kid and yeah. all the rest of it. But yeah, so that's that's the episode today. Um, if you don't have kids, it's not all bad. It's actually amazing. It is. But there is a lot. <laughs> um, there's a lot going on and anyone will tell you that. Yeah. No, just embrace the good and embrace the bad, you know. It's all learning. It is, yeah. I often ask if my children were sent here to try to kill me. I did <laughs> I did ask that this week. I sent that to one of my very good friends. Uh, I sent her a few different questions and I said, um, what the fuck? And were my children sent here to try to kill me? Um, <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's good. But it's yeah, great. It's great. It's, go, it's going fine. It's good. Oh, but no, it is good. It's all... It's all learning, and it's it's the hardest thing, but it's the best thing you ever do. It's, yeah. it's it is so rewarding, honestly. Even with Scarlett coming out of her room tonight and being like, "Mummy, mummy, I need I need to say sorry to yeah. you," like it's just you forget it all. Yeah. It's amazing. So ending there on a high. Yeah, it's amazing. I do love it. So all right. Have a good night, everyone. Yes, we'll talk to you next week. Bye.